0: Welcome to the International Location of Education. Welcome to the International Location of Education. Welcome to Ad Voices. I'm Elena Schulz-Gimeno, today from EI's 8th World Congress in Bangkok, and I'm with Debbie Hayton, National Executive Member of NASUWT United Kingdom. Welcome. Thank you.
1: It's nice to meet you.
0: Would you like to add something to the description I just made of you?
1: Yeah. As well as being a national executive member, I'm a teacher teaching school, and I'm still my workplace rep representing the members in my workplace.
0: I wanted to ask you because we we met yesterday, in the framework of this LGBTI caucus that's EI organises every congress is harassment of LGBTI people. Would you say it's a thing of the past?
1: No, it's not. I follow and. We wanted to find out whether it was a thing of the past. Uh, following the Me Too campaign about harassment, we looked at the research and found that there was a, there was a lack of information on harassment of LGBT people. So, as well as as well as my rules for NSUWT, I sit on the Trades Union uh, Congress LGBT Plus Committee, and. As a committee, we looked into this, so we, uh, we commissioned a market research agency to ask questions properly so that this, the survey could be controlled across uh, different, different groups of people to make sure we had a properly representative sample.
0: And can you highlight a few things that the study found out? The
1: the, the results were quite shocking, actually. In a a survey of 1,051 people, I think it was, altogether, uh, almost 7 in 10, 68%, had experienced sexual harassment at work. It, it
0: LGBTI people who were working in the in schools, educators, teachers.
1: This was workers generally, but when we've worked with our own uh, our own members mm-hmm. in our own internal conferences, we ask questions of them. We ask about experiences, and this was this backed up our own anecdotal uh, an- anecdotal research. So we've asked questions, but uh, that's that's always self-selecting. So you're not quite sure whether it's just the people who are coming forwards, but this gave us an opportunity to look at a properly representative sample.
0: Of course, and, and that is a lot, so it makes harassment not a thing of the past, but a thing of the present, definitely.
1: It is, and of, this, of the 68%, 12% were of a really serious nature as well, and this happens in the workplace in the 21st century. But a bigger issue for LGBT people, and this is uh, across, across all unions, and specifically for teachers, because we have a very public role, was people not wanting to be forthcoming about it. So although two-thirds, over two-thirds, had said they'd been sexually harassed at work, two-thirds of them had never reported it to their employer. And one of the reasons was because they didn't feel safe to come out to their employer. And one in four of people who didn't respond actually cited as the reason I was scared or I didn't want to come out to my employer to say that I'm LGBT and hence this, I- this uh, harassment was specifically to me as an LGBT person.
0: Okay, so it adds another layer, let's say, of, yeah. of, of repression or yeah. of, of silence yeah. to, the, to the layers that we already, uh, of course, know exists yeah. for, for everybody when, when it yeah. comes yeah. to cases yeah. of, of harassment. So now that you've got all this data and, 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 and this shocking data, of course, something has to be done about it. I imagine that your union drew up a plan to...
1: Well, yes, we've <laughs> got... Uh, the, there's, actu- the, there's an action plan in here. There's three strategies. There's one, pressing government to uh, improve policy so that policy is more robust. Secondly, looking at employers, because it's the employer's responsibility. The employers have a duty of care to their employees in the workplace. But also, we need to look at ourselves as trade unions, because we are the people who can uh, we are the people who can affect change. So uh, there's three real strategies for trade unions. One is to look at policy in the workplace, and actually actually assess it uh, rigorously to look at. Is, is this policy against harassment? Is it LGBT specific? Does it address the, the issues that LGBT people specifically uh, experience? So for example, we often, people will ask questions of us that they don't, they wouldn't ask of anybody else so about our, sexu- our sexuality. Uh, so to look at policies and see if policies are robust. And then secondly, as trade unions, to actually negotiate with uh, employers and take these issues seriously, so that when we look at the policies, we can look at where those policies can be improved and negotiate. But finally, also, as a trade unionist, I always look for organizing opportunities. And uh, as an LGBT campaigner and as a trade union campaigner, the two, uh, the two activities do overlap so much. And if somebody is an active LGBT campaigner, then it's, it's, it doesn't take a lot to say, oh, look, there's a big wide world here, mm-hmm. lots of people, there's lots of issues, and campaign for the rights of workers and for the rights of teachers in the workplace as well. And. Uh, we find that uh, lgbt campaigners are overrepresented to a great degree in campaigners within the trade union movement okay. because we see issues and we want to uh, address them
0: and i'm sure that 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 perception as well and the experience of of uh, inequality and of discrimination is very high as you said because data shows that many many people are subject to this discrimination and that they're Living it in their daily lives, so the more reasons to do something about well it. Well, right?
1: there, there are yes, and when we look at the data in the, in, in the report, it's yet yeah, first of all we need to decide something's got to be done about this. Mm. But secondly, to say how can we build from this and build a better society as a result, and actually take positive action in order to uh, improve people's lives. And then, as you improve people's lives, you say. Uh, you you can then encourage them to cascade that onto other people.
0: In 10 or 20 years time, what changes would you like to see in schools for LGBTI workers?
1: I'd like it to be a point where it's just not an issue at all, where we're just workers, we're teachers, getting on with the job of being teachers without worrying about uh, coming out or not coming out, it just not being an issue at all.
0: Great. Well, let's hope that it uh, works and with your activism and your engagement and the engagement of all our colleagues and all our listeners, change the world to make it a better place. Thank you very much, David Hayton, for being here with us today.